1: Back to the show today. We have John and Ziggy, the CEO and president of Stay Healthy. Guys, welcome to the show.
2: Hello, hello. Thank you. Thanks for having us.
1: Yeah, I'm excited to have you both on the show. I think what you guys are are doing at Stay Healthy is actually really innovative and cool. But maybe before we get into all that stuff, let's get to know each one of you a little bit better. So, John, maybe do you want to start off with a little bit of background on yourself, kind of where you grew up, where you went to school? And kind of how you got to where you are now? Yep.
3: yep. I was born in New Zealand. Okay. Um, cool. At the age of uh, nine, my parents decided to relocate to the UK. So okay. I had no choice but to go with them. Sure. And it did most of my schooling in England. Okay. Uh, graduated uh, what they call O-levels over there, I suppose high school here.
1: Sure.
3: And was putting myself through um, advanced schooling by working as a, a chef in London and at night and doing my training during the day, and also was going to be an accountant. Okay. Uh, through a through a friend of mine, I was asked if I would be willing to help him um, in his uh, education or in his career, and I at I first said no. Okay, he asked me again, and I said, yeah, okay, let me look into it. And he was the former drummer with uh, David Bowie. Oh, very cool. When there's... So what happened then is from that inquiry, I ended up uh, owning and running a record company, production company, management company, and PR firm. Okay. Uh, so I was heavily ensconced in the music business. Sure. Um, we were doing more and more work here in the United States uh one of my producers produced the first million selling jazz album by a band called Return to Forever which was uh Lenny White Stanley Clark, Chick Corea hey, cool. and uh, Al Di Meola so decided to relocate to the, to California uh thought about Vancouver but you know which I love, but came down here instead and uh set up uh, offices on the 9,000 building on Sunset Boulevard, which overlooks the Roxy and, nice. you know, just was doing business and producing a, a, a daily uh, video interview show here on local television. We produced radio shows and uh, music uh, management and became known for, you know, grassroots public relations. I mean finding people who no one had ever heard of breaking sure. the talent. Yes. You know, the guy we found in Sweden, cutting Ray Malmstein. no one had ever heard of him. I signed him up for management and then later on, he's a, a platinum selling artist, which he still is.
1: Sure. So
3: sure. did that and then um, had four kids. Okay. Wow. And one of them uh, had a serious accident. So that experience as a parent leaves you in a position of you know, what am I really wanting to do? Do I still want to stay in entertainment or do I want to get involved in other things which give back? Hence, sold out, close it down and uh, now we have to stay healthy.
1: Very cool. Okay, so before we get into stay healthy, Ziggy, do you want to give a bit of an intro on yourself and kind of where you grew up, your, a bit of your background and kind of how you got to where you are now?
2: yeah sure. um so I grew up in l a uh kind of bounced around from college to college taking different art courses I, I wanted to go to Pasadena Art Center, but couldn't afford it okay so I would go every quarter at night and see their art show and their gallery and just study and it, it, it was fun for me and uh yeah i got into got into design and then found myself as one of the lead artists at the world's uh largest web services company at the time, we were building two, $3 million websites. So yeah. I, I personally designed the first uh, CheapTickets.com, Guest, yes. Marciano, Jim Henson, huge sites. Uh, from there, um, kind of fueled my entrepreneur spirit because even back then doing a $2 million site, it was three guys, four guys tops. And sure. you know, when Nike came through the building, we yep. put it on 50 screens and that's how we got our golf course in our penthouse office. So mm-hmm. <laughs> to me, I said, wow, I wonder if I can go and charge $200,000 for a site. So I kind of had the guts and became an entrepreneur and, and then it worked and you know, I could have been the highest paid graphic designer, who the heck knows at the time, it was That's awesome. awesome. Uh, then mobile came along, I had an offshore engineering company in Shenzhen okay. where we did some annotation software and then uh, Avatar hit. I saw Avatar and I saw the 3D boom coming you know, and I was like okay, there's billions of dollars being poured into this industry from hardware to movies, why is all their marketing in 2D? That didn't make sense to me. So I found an old 3D image and a red blue uh, anaglyph 3D image. I emailed it to my phone. I bought some glasses and it worked. It didn't work well. I, uh, I found a business partner who had some patented technology. I built a company around it and, and did very well. And then 3D went where it went. And then about five years ago, um, I had an idea for an augmented reality company. Um, okay. I felt this time it was going to be here to stay. I've been playing with AR for about 10 years. Nice. And I felt this time, you know, this isn't going to be a fad. I just had a feeling, you know, several years prior to Pokemon, sure. and got in the game and started developing uh technology and got two very strong patents and that was because no one knew AR would go where it went and then boom, Pokemon hits. Sure. It does a billion dollars in 6 months and now the world cares. Sure. So our phones explode, um I started a company called Augmently. Yep. Yeah. And um yeah, it did very well servicing a lot of clients and then I met um I a big brands and then I met John about three years ago. Okay. And we started you know, I started learning about what Stay Healthy was doing and um Sorry. Sorry. and we'll get into that in a minute. But it was uh, a yeah. How did you guys meet just
1: out of curiosity before you continue?
2: Uh, a mutual friend. Okay. A mutual friend of ours, yeah, who's also part of the organization, uh, got us together. Okay. So uh yeah he invited us so John had a really nice huge boat <laughs> in nice. the marina And he said you want to come and meet john on the boat so we had several meetings there and uh started learning about what we're doing and the idea of bringing healthcare and augmented reality together the way we're doing it which we'll discuss in a minute has never been done before and i knew you know here i have this amazing ip a great team do i want to be in a fee-for-service business no um you know that what what stay healthy was doing is making such an impact and it was great focus for us I, i knew instantly That's what we needed to do, and we've been kind of wooing each other for the last year and a half, and uh, we just recently um, came together and uh, Stay Healthy has acquired our company. Very cool. We're one now.
1: Okay, so, John, maybe do you want to give a bit of background on how Stay Healthy came to be and then what exactly it is now?
3: Uh, Stay Healthy initially, what what we – it was actually the outsource of a clinical trial that we were doing at University of Southern California. Okay. And I um became part of that trial. You might say I was a guinea pig. <laughs> and we did a body fat measurement okay. using a scale and handheld which cost $22,000. Wow. And I looked I looked at this thing and went, "Yeah, okay, fine, but why do you have to spend that much money? It's a simple ohms board." Okay. which is a measure of resistance to electrical signal. Why not take the Ohms board out, put it into a small, simple handheld device, take all the algorithms and equations, put them on a the server, <laughs> and replace the screen with your laptop in those days, or you know, sure. cell phones as they were emerging,
1: sure. to
3: significantly reduce the cost. So I asked around the companies who were in that business, and no one wanted to do it. So I said, okay, if they're not going to, we will.
1: Okay, interesting. So
3: we built one. It cost us $74 to build it.
1: Wow.
3: We placed the algorithms and equations on the server, which at that time was server farms. We didn't have the cloud then. And said, does it work? Okay. And uh, we found that it did. So we then compared it to hydrostatic weighing, which was the gold standard at the time for measuring body fat. So you took your clothes off tried to get all the air out of your lungs and dunked yourself in water. Okay. Interesting. Uh, did, yeah, not really practical. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a
1: bit much, but right. okay.
3: Yeah, you're not going to do that in, 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 a, in, in most doctor's offices. It just doesn't handle it. But uh, we did a, a clinical trial at East Tennessee State University, got ourselves to within 1% using our technology versus hydrostatic weighing. Okay applied to the FDA for permission to put this out as they required it at that time. And we got cleared. Uh, What happened then we, we introduced the product. Uh, There are over over 3000 physicians worldwide in weight loss programs using our product, even through today. Wow. We were then approached by IBM and IBM said, you know, would you be willing to put this technology and help us, develop a full-size sit-down health assessment kiosk okay had to have blood pressure pulse you know and and weight and we said yes it's ibm you're not going to say no yeah it's
1: hard to turn that down (laughs)
3: Yep. so we introduced that in 2002 at our first show we took we sold 200 okay then ibm and their wisdom decided to get out of that business and they sold off as most people know all their pcs and laptops and Got out of all hardware, and uh, they are what they are today. We decided to carry on, okay. and uh, we designed a new one. We built one. We approached Kroger. Kroger is the largest retail grocer in this country with uh, with pharmacy on, on site. Sure. Um, we won the contract. Uh-huh. So then we started putting kiosks into all the Kroger stores. So, for example, they 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 own a lot of different names and brands. Here in California, that would be Ralphs. Sure. Ah, uh, you go to Nevada. It would be Smith. Okay. And we then approached Albertsons. We won that contract. Nice. Uh, we then went to you know, and decide you know, we we really saw there are only two companies in the business that were dominating. One was Stay Healthy, and the other one was a company called Higgy. Okay. Out of Chicago, yes, H I G I. We formed a new company, put all of our assets into that, and there's eleven thousand kiosks across, across the country right now doing two screenings a second. I mean, it's, wow. That's huge. It's it it well, it's dominant in the space of kiosks.
1: Sure. What
3: what I saw, and and where I saw the problem is we knew that body fat percent was a major problem. Um, you know, our chairman, Governor Tommy Thompson, when he was Health and Human Services Secretary, put out a call to action to all business in health and said, "Look, we need to address this excess body fat problem, not BMI. Excess fat." Okay. And he stated, the biggest terrorist threat we have in this country is not terrorists. It's excess fat. Interesting. And if we don't solve it, it, it's a hell of a statement. If we don't solve it, it will bankrupt the U.S. economy. Interesting. And Right. And, and, And as a parent, the other thing he said really scared me, which was, if we also don't solve it, the current generations of children being born Will not reach the same age as their parents,
1: which is wild, right?
3: Right. Now, if you think back to when we we first <laughs> launched this, you know, the obesity the obesity rate was around twenty three percent. The excess body fat around fifty percent. Okay. Today, thirty three percent of the U.S. You know, population has excess fat.
1: Okay. Wow.
3: It, now we now we go to uh, you know then that's obesity. Thirty three percent obese. Right. 70% have excess fat. So those numbers continue to go up and up and up. Right. And the, the, prob- the problem you have is, okay, so you've got too much fat. What does that mean? Sure. And if, and if you look at the statistics, you're now seeing that up to 30% of all cancer relates directly to excess fat. Interesting. 70%, up to 70% of breast cancer is caused by excess fat. Wow, and this is not many people do. I we didn't.
1: Yeah, okay. And, and
3: we can talk about it later. So we're we're seeing a crisis or an epidemic. But the the one thing we knew, and I'll, I'll hand off to Ziggy here in a minute, because sure. yep. what what his, his genius here is is very much part of this is we knew that a person going to a kiosk in a local pharmacy we can you can change lives but does it really engage and does it educate sure so i tell someone you got 35 percent body fat first question every single time i guarantee it what does that mean
1: yeah fair enough Uh,
3: i look at them okay well what it means is you got too much fat but they really all they can really see is what's in the mirror and you know we we I remember a story. I've never forgotten this. A young lady walked up, and we were doing a tour across the country, and I was at the Glendale Mall, and we okay. were testing anyone who wanted to be tested. And she walks up to me. I'm looking at it. and was oh, my God. Do I really want to do this? So she does the test, and she's got 50% body fat. Okay. Now, I could tell that looking at her, but she says, well, is that good? I said, you've got to be kidding me. I said, When's the last time you went to a doctor? Oh, years ago. I says, do me a favor. I'm gonna give you my phone number. Here's my card. I want you to go see the doctor. And then give me a call. Okay. Which she thank thank God she did. Okay, interesting. So of course she had diabetes. Oh wow. Eighty eight percent of all type two diabetes is caused by excess fat. We knew that. And so it, it came down to, I said, look, you know, I'm going to recommend you go to some people, which she did. She got her body fat percent down to 25%. Wow. She was no longer diabetic. And it basically saved her life. So we have those stories on and on and on and on. But what it was, what you know, the kiosks weren't doing was engaging people. They were getting a number and they would just keep on testing and they might test over time and the blood pressure the same. So the question I had for Ziggy is, you know, what can we do to change this? And at this point, I think it's appropriate that Ziggy carry it forward. So, Ziggy.
2: Yeah, we'll do.
0: Um,
2: So, yeah, when John came to us, what what was different and what what engaged me was the fact of how accurate the reading was by just using a phone. So then I wondered, I said, look, we're doing all this amazing things with augmented reality with a device, with a phone in your hand. If we can have an accurate reading... Say if you are 30 percent excess body fat we can show you what your heart looks like based on that number so how okay. much fat surrounded when you have 30 percent versus 20 percent what's your liver look like what's going to happen if you increase what, what happens if you keep going down that path of unhealthy living what happens if you start getting healthy so you can for the first time see the impact it has on your organs and it's very personalized so it's not just a chart it's not a hey this is what a bad heart looks like this is what a good heart it's that day, that exact minute, as you check your um, your numbers with the Stay Healthy app, which, by the way, has no wearables. And that was a very big thing for me. Coming from the 3D world, the biggest hindrance we had was telling people to put on a pair of glasses. Sure. And you're talking about glasses that cost us. We got it down to three cents. Now you're talking about all these crazy wearables that cost hundreds, if not thousands of dollars. Sure. And it was so important and key that all this happens just on an app with no wearables. Um, so the other thing that was really key is, you know, being in the augmented reality business, look, healthcare is the biggest industry in the world. Uh, Arguably, some people might say the military, but without health, you have no military. It is health. Um, That's a space we want to be in, right? But you go and you read all these articles now that's coming out and with AR and healthcare, and it's always about the operating room. It's always about education for doctors. It's never engaging people with their personal health. And that's the issue we have. People are not engaged with their own health. So AR is an extremely powerful tool for engagement. I mean that's that's why it's doing as well and why it'll continue to be um entirely engaging. So, to be able to use it to engage people with their personal health to make their lives better was something key to me. I'm a new father. I have a 2-year-old and a 3-week-old. Okay, <laughs> so, man. hearing that's the great. statistics, ah, thank you. Hearing the yeah, I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> hearing, the, uh... <laughs> hearing the statement from our uh the chairman of our board saying that you know, my kids, if this doesn't get reversed, may not outlive me in age. That was it. You know, I was yeah. all in. Yeah. No. So And then the rest is history. No, yeah.
1: very cool. So I know it's hard to talk about how it works visually when there's no visual component to a radio interview. But how do you guys describe this to the listeners when you don't have a visual aid around?
3: No, I think that the, the way is that most people know what a heart looks like. Okay. So, so you know, it's, it's nice. It's got the veins that come in and out. You know, most people, and maybe they don't, but most people should know that the, the, cha- the heart has four chambers. Okay. And it's a nice maroon type color, and, you know, that's fine. But for 70% of the population, it isn't a nice maroon color. Okay. It's yellow. It's surrounded with this stuff called fat. And the fat appears on the surface of the heart as a you know, white and yellow collection, which eventually could uh, surround the heart itself. Now, as it's doing so, it's reducing the efficiency of the heart. Okay. Then if, if you look at a kidney, most people know what kidneys look like. Sure. Again, you've got this nice maroon color. And as the body fat percent increases, the kidneys get covered in fat to the point where you've got the kidney itself with the adrenal glands on top. But the other impact of that, as well as reducing the efficiency of the kidney, is to drive blood pressure up. And and last, but probably the most disgusting, uh, is the liver. Again, most people know what a liver looks like. It's the largest solid organ in the body. And the fat builds up inside it. So it goes from this, you know, really dark maroon color to a greyish yellow color, and it increases in size and increases in weight. And you get, you know, issues like fatty liver disease and other things that get driven, you know, cholesterols related. And the person will begin to feel pretty sick, and not even understand that it's the excess fat that's causing this. So they may wow. go and try and treat, you know, they'll try and treat diabetes, for example. And and should do that. But in actual fact, we have seen case after case after case where someone with type 2 diabetes, not type 1, type 2, driven directly from excess fat, goes from being diabetic to non-diabetic. Wow. So we know that you can reduce cholesterol, you can reduce all these different issues just by reducing body fat. So our target was the biggest problem that we saw And, of course, now it's showing up worldwide. Sure. And the idea of showing you what your organ looks like is engaging and educational.
1: Sure. It it gives it some realness, right? Because I think a lot of people, and I would put myself in this boat, is you don't really deal with something until you absolutely need to deal with it, right? You put it off and off because it sounds terrible, but in a lot of cases, it's kind of a hassle to go to the doctor and get something looked at until it's a real problem. Is that kind of what you guys have found?
3: Yes, particularly with men. Yeah,
1: yeah fair enough. And, and I'm,
3: I'm, I'm guilty of that. And you'll find the healthcare decision maker is usually the woman.
1: Sure, okay.
3: And uh, the person who's taking on that role. And I don't care whether it's male or female, that's irrelevant. Sure. What it comes down to, I know for me, um, I didn't go to a doctor for 30 years. Wow. My wife went every year, you okay. know, a typical sure. man. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I've, I've, I'm indestructible, mm-hmm. you, know, you, you can't do anything to me.
1: Sure.
3: What we now know is diet, stress, all these different things which impact our lives, excess body fat are things that can be solved, but you need to educate. And we really said, well, how do we do this? Sure. You know, and, and Ziggy with his team came up with the organs. But the other part of this is the statement made by the governor and by his surgeon general, Kimona is the children, our kids, Sure. not outliving us, you know, not reaching our age. Nobody wants to think that the children are not going to have a better lifestyle or a better life than themselves. I know, sure. you know, I'm a, I got seven, I got seven grandchildren now. Wow. And I, I look at them and go, hmm, how are they going to do? What's What's going to be impacting them? And what Ziggy came up with, uh, and again, he can talk about this, is is with children, it's very important that you educate sure. and engage. So do you want to talk about that, Ziggy, what we've got?
2: Yeah, so we wanted to come up with a platform that does just that, right? How
3: do we educate and engage
2: children? Sure. Um, when choosing the type of app we wanted to build, did some research and found that the common, there's a couple of common activities that both is wildly popular with kids and adults, all the way up to seniors. Um, I'm talking millions and millions, tens of millions of downloads, and that is coloring. You know, adult coloring sure. has gone, yep. you know, has exploded because it's, it's proven to reduce stress. And you know, if you think with kids, if you have a kid and you ever go to a restaurant, what's the first thing they do is they ask if you want some crayons and something to color because it keeps them focused and it keeps them uh, calm sure. and engaged. So we went with the coloring app as well as puzzles, puzzles all the way up to seniors, millions and millions of downloads and kids as well. So we created an app called ColorQuest, okay. an art adventure, art spelled with a big A-R. And what it allows kids to do is they have a series of right now, 28 characters. We're actually introducing even 20 more now okay. of uh, eight organs, cartoon organs, your heart, your liver, your stomach, et cetera, okay. and uh, 20 healthy foods and vegetables. And okay. now we're introducing the bad foods as well. And what they do is the technology is quite, um, quite interesting. It's engaging. What they get to do is they color in a line drawing of this cute cartoon heart. Sure. And then they, they click on a button of a magic wand that allows them to have it appear in AR in the room. But before it appears, the kid gets a health tip about the heart. Okay. And if he was going to color in an apple right before it appears, he gets a health tip uh, about the apple. But when it does appear, it appears in the colors that the kid colored in himself. So they created this 3D dancing character that's now in their room, in the palm of their hand, they can place it anywhere they want and they could sh- send a video, share a, shoot a video or a photo, share it with their family, their grandparents, what have you. Um, and then it unlocks the next character and then we reward them with badges. Um, so that has just launched. We did a soft launch, it's in the app stores now, it's called Color Quest, an art adventure. Uh, it's incredible. Um, we added voice, you know, again, I have a two-year-old and it's targeted four years and up. Okay. I have a two-year-old right now. She's two and a half years old and you can ask her, where's the heart? And she says behind the ribs
0: That's <laughs> because
2: cool. she's yeah. And every time she colors, we have a random, um, different facts about that same food or organ. So they're always learning new facts every time they color. And it's so, so engaging. And for them to see them light up because the characters they drew shows up in the room that they colored it they've become creators, right? So uh, it just keeps them um, engaged. And now we're introducing uh, the bad foods, which there are thousands of, you know, from the burgers to the hamburgers to the fries. Um, the next one that, uh, in our suite of apps that's coming out in about a month or two is uh, Puzzle Playground, same concept. Kids get to create those really beautiful puzzles in 2D, but when the puzzle's created and it's complete, the camera turns on and the images from that puzzle, which is gonna be healthy foods, Will show up and start dancing and giving them health tips.
1: Okay, very cool. No, that I, I think it's awesome, and I, I think the the thing that's interesting about uh, kids in, in this space is obviously they're very familiar with technology at this point, and they they seem to get a touch screen device almost instantly, and, and they seem to get discouraged if a some screen they touch isn't touch screen. So I think having something like this so early on in their life, that's not using the scare tactics, which in my opinion don't seem to work, right? You're like, well, that's not me. And to John's point a few minutes ago, it's like, I think at least for me, I'm I'm 36 now. So I think until you're you kind of in your 30s, at least for me, you, you you thought you were kind of invincible, right? And as you get into your kind of mid to late 30s, uh, you start thinking, like, oh, I really need to look into this or start doing this or actually start caring right. about this. At, uh, but in my 20s, I remember just like, oh, who cares? I could do, eat kind of whatever I wanted and nothing seemed to matter, right? And then in your 30s, you're like, oh, I really need to watch this, this, and this, right?
3: Right. Yeah. Honey, <clears throat> as, a, as a young man, what you just said, it, 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 you think you're invincible. Yeah. And. As we find out, the decisions we make uh, as young young adults uh, really impact later life. And if if we make the wrong ones, then you end up with situations as you hit your sixties and seventies and eighties that you go, "Oh my God, I wish I hadn't done that back then." Sure. And obviously, seventy percent of the population. And and you know, it was actually interesting. We did we did some focus group work uh, about twenty years ago. Okay. And we had. You know, a large group of people, men and women of all different ages and sizes and, and races. Sure. And I I went in the room and I asked everyone there. I says, okay, how many of you have been told you're fat? And probably a third of the room put their arm up. And I says, okay, well, let's fix that. You're not. This a big confusion. Okay. I said, you, you have fat. You are not fat. And we were the first to say that. Interesting. And The amazing thing was that at least five of the people in the room just started to cry. Wow. And it was like, all right. And for them, it was life changing. And and we stayed in touch with them. The next thing we learned to very much to uh, my horror is do not tell a male or female that they are obese.
1: Okay, sure. It is
3: highly, highly offensive and they don't like the term. So we got the FDA to allow us to use the term at risk.
1: Okay. So you reach a certain
3: point, your body, right, very, you, you learn all these things over the years and, and you look at people <laughs> and you look at them with, you know, affinity and empathy. You go, okay, what can we do to help? Sure. You You don't do it like you just said. You don't do it by scaring people. And you tell someone they're obese, it's highly insulting. You tell someone they're at risk, for some reason they go, oh, what am I at risk for? And they become somewhat engaged. And then with what we're doing now, they become very engaged. So the idea is to educate and to help someone is not to make them feel guilty or feel bad. The, the other thing we learned, which was fascinating, was you know, we, we asked certain questions and, okay, how many of you have given up? I'll tell you, every person that put their hand up and said they've been called fat had given up. Sure. So just, I can't change it. I can't lose that weight. I can't lose that fat. And I said, okay, what do you care about? And every single one of them, their skin and their hair. Okay, so you're suffering from breakouts, right? Yep. What if I were to tell you that our ability to measure hydration can help?
1: Okay, really? interesting.
3: And I'll I say that of the five people who got very, very interested in this, four of them lost their fat. And it just changed their lives. So for us, it became a mission and a way of, of just attacking the big problem. And now with what we're doing with Ziggy and and the Augmented Reality technology, along with highly accurate measurements on your cell phone. So you're going to be able to get a body fat percent and a lean mass and measure activity. What am I doing accurately? And another app that will be coming along soon is a way of controlling and being able to control your food intake and what you're doing just by pointing your phone at the food itself. So we're coming with a suite of, of uh, services and apps that really are useful rather than the wearables and things that people condemn to the drawer. You know, the typical story of a Fitbit, I wear it for two months, I put it away in the drawer, and it, it lies there dead for the rest of the time. Yeah, the cell phone is, is a common – cell phones are carried by everyone.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, no, uh, fair uh, enough. But, but I'm curious, though, how do you use a phone – to do some of this stuff, like walk us through what a user needs to do to, to get some of this data about themselves.
3: We, we, well, let's, let's back up to how we came up with this. Okay, I, mean, sure. I don't know if people are aware of a technology called dual absorption X-ray, which is the most accurate X-ray technology for measuring... Body fat, it was actually developed to measure bone porosity for women uh, in osteoporosis, but we're talking about body fat and it became very, very accurate and it's become the gold standard. So it's dual absorption x-rays. So we got a hold of 25,000 scans. Okay. All age groups, all races, male, female. And we said, okay, can we take all that technology to create algorithms and equations that a person could use on their cell phone? comparing it to DEXA as a way of being confident that the body fat percent they're getting is accurate. And the answer was yes.
1: Okay, interesting.
3: So we used you know, something called neural net modeling. We managed to come up with the equation. So if, if it's on your phone and you've downloaded the app, it's going to ask you for your age, height, weight, gender, athletic profile, waist size. All of those inputs contribute to giving you an accurate result. You then have set up a profile, you are now, okay, this is your body fat percent. And we don't care about your weight. The, the scale is almost, you're an enemy in many ways, but you know we still need to know what it is, but you're not focused on getting on the scale every day and saying, what do I weigh today? You're focused on your body fat percent. We now know that if you want to lose one pound of fat, you've got to burn an excess of between 3,500 and 3,600 calories. And that okay. gets rid of one pound of fat. Wow. You want to keep the muscle because that drives your metabolism.
1: Okay.
3: So now we measure your activity using the accelerometers and the gyros that are in your phone. And we have created over the last 20 years the most accurate activity monitoring equipment, which is used by researchers worldwide. It was called our RT6 or you know research track s6 six, using six axis of accelerometers okay your phone in most cases has accelerometers and gyros built into it already sure yeah so we, we found decade, a way right? to access it right so we access them using our technology and our you know what we've developed in order to make it possible for you to carry your phone and your phone is measuring your activity and it knows pretty much using our equations what it is you're doing. Are you walking, running, going upstairs, whatever it is you you're doing. Okay. But the other thing it does is measuring your basal, and this is important, your basal metabolic rate, BMR. Okay. When you're asleep, when you're sitting down, your body is burning calories. Sure. Continually, 24 seven. There's not one second it doesn't burn calories. Okay. But the other technologies it don't measure that they only measure what you're doing when you're moving what we do is we measure your basal metabolic rate we know what it is from your profile and we know what it is very accurately and then we add to that your activity so now with the tool you've got we can say okay well let's say you've got 50 pounds of excess fat okay and we want to start you know moving this down so we say what is your goal you want to go from thirty-five percent down to thirty percent.
1: Okay, sure. So
3: we've got to lose five. We've got to lose five percent. Okay. How many pounds is that? We do that calculation. We then say, all right, well, how many calories do we have to burn in excess every day to achieve the goal of, let's say, two pounds of fat a week? And we then walk you through that. And the last part of it is, you know, the the food app, which will be coming out very soon which gives you the ability to track your portion sizes and everything else and, and nutrition information so you can actually achieve those goals and that, that is kept over time. So we, we have a saying, if you can screen for it, you can track it over time, you can monitor it, you can change it. So screen, track, change. Okay. And it works. You know, it's something that people can do. We're not telling you what you should or should not eat. Okay. What we're telling you is this is your, your your physiological. This is what you look like. This is what you're doing. And this is what you're taking in. Put them all together. You've got a program and you control it. And it's fun.
1: Sure. So how do you keep people engaged? Because I think the biggest thing with any program is people are pumped for maybe weeks. Maybe on the low end, people are pumped for a couple of months. But how do you get people over that internal mental hurdle, whatever you want to call it, to keep it going, you know, throughout the year, right? Because everybody knows the New Year's resolution is, oh, I want to get ready for summer or whatever. And then February comes around and the gyms are barren again (laughs) and there's treadmills and everything, other workout equipment, (laughs) basically getting liquidated on all the sites, right?
3: I think it, what's different now is for the first time we're able to present and nudge and show you your organs. For okay, some so reason, pro- Oh, it's it's all personal. Yeah, okay. This is not someone telling you, okay, you've got this and something you really don't understand because okay, you're 30% body fat. This is what your heart's looking like today. Right. This is your this is your heart. It's not his over there. This is yours. Right. And Kevin, you spoke
2: kid? about, sorry to interrupt. You spoke about visuals. Um, you know, again, as John had said, you think, you know, what a heart looks like. It looks like it's surrounded by yellow chicken fat. Okay. It's so disgusting mm-hmm. and, and scary. And then, and then right there in the same AR, you know, so you launch the AR, it shows, do you want to see your organs? I do. It says right there, right there on the table or in front of you, you see this heart and it's your heart, right? A representation of your heart sure. surrounded by fat. You then have a slider. That says, slide it back to your goal or where you should be, where a healthy heart for a person your age and your makeup is at. And when you see that, you, it's, it, you can't unsee it. It's, it's, a, it's a real problem. Sure. So you talk about engaging, you know, it, the difference is with the Fitbits and all that, you're in there for two months, you try it, eh, you put it on, you don't. If you're going to try this for the first two months, which people do, we're constantly showing you the results of your heart. And man, if it gets worse you know, you're going to get even more engaged. So it's constantly in your face reminding you, this is a real issue. If this yeah. is what my organs look like on the inside. And then we have incentive programs as well that we built into it to keep people engaged also. But it's something else, man. You know, everybody that we've met, you know, on a business level, on a client level, um, <laughs> it's, it's kind of funny. A huge percentage leaves somewhat depressed and says, I'm going on a diet <laughs> because we sure. show them their organs before they leave. Yeah, so it works. It really works.
1: No, interesting. So I'm curious, though, how did you guys actually fund this to get this built? Because there's got to be a bunch of overhead costs to make this a reality.
3: Uh we we have investors as okay. well as revenue. Okay. Um. So you know, it, it, it's a nice combination, and we're not a startup. We, we're we're right. far enough along, as we said. Um getting the funding hasn't been bad, but our revenues have been nice. And in addition to the work we're doing in the health space, Ziggy's team have been doing work for companies like Amgen and others um, for things that they want within Ziggy. Do you want to talk about some of that stuff?
2: Yeah. You know, look, we started as a company that does that launches campaigns and builds tools for big brands. We've done some stuff for Amgen, Ford and many other clients. And, AR only is only getting bigger, you yeah, know, okay. I mean, much bigger. And every day the phone rings more and more. So when I got together with John, we said, look, we have this extreme focus in healthcare, but when the big clients are going to come in and, and they are, their you know, phone's ringing and they want, you know, a huge project, we're going to take it on. So okay. we still do custom applications. Awesome. Uh, how we differ from anyone else is we have an agency background, a strong one. We're not just a tech company. Okay. So what we've learned that the brands really enjoy is, We'd come into a big brand, they'd have an idea, or, or they say, wow, we've met with other AR companies, we're just tech companies, and they show us this cool stuff, and they say, call us when you need us. And you'd be surprised, you could be the president of Sony, and you go, I don't know what to do with this stuff, and it's back to business as usual. Yeah,
1: we come in,
2: and we say, here's how you use AR. It, doesn't, it shouldn't be fluff. AR is a really powerful tool when used correctly. So we come in and say, hey, these are your pain points, whether it's engagement, social media awareness, uh, a tool for an enterprise solution. This is how you use AR. And they just, it's a breath of fresh air. They go, wow. And and that's how we've been winning a lot of, so we're still going to continue down that agency path. Gotcha. You you know, for the bigger projects with this strong concentration on healthcare as well.
1: No, very cool. So where do you guys, I know you guys are launching a bunch of uh, other apps and and other things, but where do you guys kind of take this? Because to your point, a second ago, I, I and I agree with you that we're at such at the beginning of this whole space, and I could see the meeting of the physical and digital world in the healthcare space. Only at kind of uh, it's very infancy, you, and it sounds like you guys would both agree with that.
3: Yeah, uh, where where it goes is is actually very interesting because. If if you assume that mobile is here to stay, which we believe it is, sure, agreed. If you assume that the you know the billions of phones that are out there are going to be upgraded and, and improved, and there'll be new improvements coming, I and mean, if we take for example Apple,
1: yeah,
3: you know, Apple's new phone, of which I've got one, is AR enhanced. Yep. If you take Tim Cook, who is the CEO of Apple, who says that the legacy for Apple is going to be in healthcare. Well, we're positioned right alongside him and agree with him. Sure. Okay. And that's that's a very interesting statement. So, you know, we look at it and go, well, all right, what's next? So what we're working on right now, which is in our labs here, is the ability on a cell phone to listen to your lungs, to listen to and and, actually hear what's happening from, you know, say you're getting bronchitis or a flu, you're actually going to be able to hear it. To track you know, an EKG, and that's already out there with companies like Alivecore, but yeah, right. to bring it into what we do, as well as hydration, you measure it and, and look at what's happening. And there's a lot of theories out there which are proving probably to be true, but there's a direct correlation between dementia, Alzheimer's, and hydration.
1: Interesting. As
3: a person gets older, oh, very. As a person gets older, the, the, the first trigger seems to go away and yeah the person could be heavily dehydrated and very confused because they are so yeah you know, we, we've been doing some work with the Met university in that area then there's hearing there's temperature so essentially you could carry a yearly physical yourself on your cell phone and yeah, why, instead of having why to go I'm actually
1: but cool right
3: well that's what that's what we are doing that's the next level and then you enhance the results and the education through AR. So, you know, I'll ask you a question. Have, have you done your blood pressure?
1: Uh, not recently, but within the last okay. few months, I would say. I, I think it was before Christmas, but yeah.
3: What was it? You don't have to share. No, I, this, I can't. Let, honestly, let's, I
1: can't remember. Um, okay. He well, was let, at let's the doctor was, and he uh, said it what, was normal, but like, what is that? I don't remember the actual numbers, but yeah, interesting.
3: Well, we'll do a what if. Let's say it's one twenty five over eighty six.
1: Okay, sure.
3: Okay, what does that mean? Uh,
1: to be honest, I couldn't even tell you.
3: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, part of what so we don't worry. You're doing, not alone. <laughs> yeah, all right, fair <laughs> enough. Oh, <no. clears throat> mm-hmm. So you you have the systolic and diastolic numbers. You know, the systolic being the upper number and the diastolic the lower number. So sure. it's to do with the function of the heart, but that that's not really the point. The point is that what we find is that most people, you know, that you get their blood sugar number, their fasting number, their A1C number, they get their cholesterol numbers, and they don't know what they mean. Yeah, fair. So you've got all these people walking around with all these numbers that don't relate to anything because they don't understand what they are. Sure. So for, for us to bring a suite of, of screening tools on a cell phone, yeah, interesting. So you can do your blood pressure. So you can do it. and But yeah. at the same time, to present it in a way that this is what diastolic means. This is what systolic means. And with AR, we can do that. Yeah. It and has not been possible. with doctor, to do it.
1: Right? Too. right? Yeah. Wow. And we yeah. know, right,
2: we know that a person who's educated in health can reduce their lifetime health costs up to 30%. Wow. So in educating the kids, you know, like what's happening here is You've got the single mother, single parent, whatever it is, takes their kid to school. They don't have time. They're working two jobs. And, you know, McDonald's is an easy solution. It's, you know, 99 cents versus a $13 salad. And that's the problem we're having here. You got to educate the kids. And we want the kids to say, no, mom, I don't want to eat that. It's not good for you. And It becomes a very interesting thing when the kid is educating the parent. Um, and for the parent, it's like, look, you know, if, if you've seen the bills on some of these mobile games, yeah, I can either continue <laughs> to pay for my kid to play Angry Birds yeah, or they can okay. color, be focused, be de-stressed and learn about their health. So it all kind of just works together and, and, and we're covering all bases. Yeah. It's, uh, exciting and, and it is, and it is the beginning, right? It is, but, but, but we're right at the right, um, right at the right starting point right now of this whole. AR shift, and again, the, the thing that excited excited me is it's not being done in the OR, that's been done to death with the wearables, it had to work on a cell phone, and it had to help people with their personal health, so
1: no, very cool, we're at, but, but we're coming to the end of the show, so let's close with mentioning where people can get more information about you guys and actually try out uh, your current app and the upcoming apps
3: great, yeah uh, stayhealthy.com
1: yeah,
2: check out stayhealthy.com. And then if you go on either the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store and search for Color Quest, an art adventure, you can download the app. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's very, very fun. And, and believe it or not, it's made for kids, but the parents take away the iPads and start playing themselves. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. It's great for all ages, yeah.
1: Very cool. Well, guys, I really appreciate you taking the time of your day to be on the show, and I look forward to keeping in touch with you, and have a good rest of your day. Thanks. Same I with you, thank me. you. Thanks, guys. Okay, bye. Bye. Right, bye.
0: Thanks for listening. Please visit our website at buildingthefutureshow.com to join the free community, sign up for our newsletter, or to sponsor the show. The music is done by Electric Mantra. You can check him out at electricmantra.com. And keep building the future.